0: Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you inspire us as we prepare, and you give us a fresh word, fresh manna from your throne, Lord. So as Alani shares this morning, Lord, that we would take note of your word, um, that we would eat your word like manna, and that we would grow in your word and be encouraged in your word. Um, Thank you, Lord, that it's all free, just from Jesus, um, to encourage us and to build us up so that we can bless others as well. Um, and, uh, so we just commit him as he, as he preaches this morning and as he shares your word this morning. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Good morning, church. <laughs> I love when you all guys started looking very serious when, uh, Tarai was sharing. Yeah, well done, Tarai. It was like a proper African way, eh? You just shake them, you move up and down when you're speaking with the word of the Lord. Don't just stand there. <laughs> uh, there is no watch, by the way, so I don't see the time. So I might be preaching for the next two hours here. Yeah? So I'm asking you to be comfortable and then just relax. Don't worry about it because I don't see the time there. So I might carry on for the next two hours. Is that okay? I'm joking. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, some of you guys are saying like, oh no, we've got, we have to go and eat the lunch. Listen, today I've got 10 scriptures that I will be going through on my preach. Basically, I just wanted to want you to get the word of God and then to have a hope, not in me, not what I say, but in the word of God. So I want you to just really hang on there and just before I get on those 10 scriptures but yeah Katie it's good to see you you're back wow it's lovely guys can you give a big hands to Katie Neil could not survive without Katie then yeah um hopefully you still got an English accent not the a... oh, Irish accent okay that's lovely that's good um how many of you actually have had challenges in life. <laughs> I have. Uh, I see some other people they're not really putting their hands. Um, I still go through two challenges even now. <laughs> I face that every day of my life. It's a continuous that um, it's not something that tends to stop. It's carry on and I normally used to say To my kids and to my wife, probably those challenges, they will end up when I'm in the shelf of AFPOP. You know, there is a policy that we normally part of. So when I died, my wife definitely will, the first number that she will call, it will be AFPOP. And then from AFPOP, you know where they take you? They take you to those shelves where they, a cold shelves. I don't know, I've never been in the Moshoal. Oh yes, I've been in the Mosho a couple of times. So where they put you a check and then they put you inside there. And then fortunately, I'm not as the white people that I'm going to be penned. So I'm not, they're not gonna pen me, I'm gonna be buried at uh, it's gonna be a coffin. So just to put the culture a little bit different here, uh, I, uh, the banning side, it's not happening in us. So they're burying us. So there's a couple of guys that they will dig the hole and then they'll carry the coffin and they'll put me inside. And that's all that sand will be in me and I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna even try to move out there because I'll be with God. But I think that will be the time where all my challenges, they will be over. And again, if you're going to be buried or if you're going to be bent, that's where all your challenges, there will be over. But as you still live now, you're still going to face challenges. And um, I'm not that preacher that says when you come to know Christ, everything is going to be okay. But I wanted to let you know that you would be far much better than the person that does not know Christ. Because you will have something to lean on you will have an anchor to be able to say that I have something that I can hold on. And I remember these days and that the Lord spoke to me, something amazingly strikes me when I was in Deben in the harbor and then there was a wind from this weather that we have. Thank you Lord for the sunshine. Amen. Amen. And thank you for the rain as well. I hadn't just a moment when I saw the wind blowing in Devon, from those boats, they were just moving like crazy, the storm. And, but the Lord reminded me and said, the reason they're not moving, there's an anchor down there that you do not see. And their hope is into that anchor that we do not see. It's holding it not to be blown away because it's under. But how much of us, we do not tend to see the work of that anchor that is down there because we look at the ropes that are holding this but there's an anchor down there that is doing an amazing job and i wanted to tell you that anchor that is not seen is jesus christ we may not see him physically we are not maybe actually engaging that what ingrid said last week which is completely touched me our hope is not in a man, but our hope is in Jesus Christ. That's where our hope it is, And that's what I wanted to encourage you in this morning, that our hope is not around among the people that surrounded us. They may encourage us, but we needed to be able to turn to Him so we can be able to know that the Lord Himself, He will take us through the challenges that we are facing. That's how we should be in this time. At the title of my message today, if you do not hear anything that I have to say, I want you to remember this. finding hope in the mystery of challenges. Finding hope in the mystery of challenges. And I want to read the scripture, which is a story everybody knows all the time. And we always hear this story, but it actually, I thought these people, they had challenges, but they had hope. And that hope was Jesus Christ himself. If you open the book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 23 to verse 27, I'm going to be reading in the NICV. And I just found it that because it was a, a translation that I just found it easy to read. And the way they put it out, it was amazing. Matthew chapter 8, verse 23 to verse 27 says, Jesus got into a boat and his followers went with him. A great storm, a great storm came, arose on the lake. So the waves were covering the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. Jesus was sleeping. I want you to pause there. There was a storm. He's sleeping. He's having a nice nap. (laughs) How many of us, when we are in the storm, we tend to relax and then we just don't do nothing. We're panicking like crazy. The photos, I can imagine if I put myself into that story, I look at these photos, yes, can't you see this thing are just, the waves that they want to take us, and the boat probably, it was shaking like mad, and then, but you among, you have someone that is having a nice dark sleep. Sleeping. Nothing wrong. And he's come it has got no issue, and, but we are all panicking around and thinking, what is going to happen? Are we all gonna die? Is this gonna, what is going to happen? Yeah, but there's someone still standing and just sleeping. And I want to say to you something. I'm practicing this because I'm calling myself as the Father of Jesus. When I'm in the storm, it's so nice when I go to bed and sleep. <laughs> Because all those challenges, they get to be gone. And then you wake up in the morning, they are still there. But I'm exercising as the same as I'm going to sleep and I'm like, Lord, you've got it all. You're in under control. I'm not going to be able to try to panic and try to do something because you've got it all. I wanted to rest. I wanted to be able to sleep as you slept among that time in that boat because my hope is in you. You will give me peace to be able to understand that you have overcome whatever challenges that I'm finding in this time. As the human being and his followers went to him and woke him up and saying, Lord save us. We will drown. We will drown. And how's the response of Jesus? He said, "Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid?" <laughs> Some of you will have thousand answers to answer that why you are afraid. How we afraid we're going to die? <laughs> we're afraid that we're going to drown. We will have everything. When we go through trials and tribulations and challenges, we've got so much answers that we tend to say because we don't have our hope in Jesus. And the reason that we look at this situation here, Jesus was actually asking them, we are going through the storm, we're going through this challenge, you should not be afraid. I'm here. I'm here, my presence is here, and then he is the one that is giving us that assurance, that hope that he is not asleep, but his presence is right here. We should be, if I was the followers and the disciples of Jesus, I was going to be the person that I've seen Jesus as they're going across the lake now. They're going through the storm, the same person. He was delivering the people from the demon. He was healing the people. He was doing amazing work. I, myself, probably I will be relaxed because I've seen him, what he has done. And then I know from this storm that we are in now, he's still there. His presence is still with us. So I wanted to say to you, church, if we want to put our hope and if we wanted to be in the troubles and if in the challenge, relax and know that Jesus is still here. He says that he has done it, he has done for us, he has died in the cross, so when it is finished, the work is actually complete. So that's where we tend to be able to press on and say, you are not sleeping. John Wimbledon said something, what happened when I was praying for people everywhere around and they were not healed and then I was really worried. And then you, what you were doing, you were at the boat sleeping. And then he felt like God came to him and said, No, John Wimble, I was not sleeping. I was there. But I wanted to see you where your trust is. Your trust is in you or your trust is in me. Sometimes we put our trust in us instead of putting our trust in Jesus. We needed to be the people that would not Relay in our own understanding, in our own ability. Our hope should be in Jesus. It strikes me. We wake up in the morning. We're thinking we've got it on. Listen, it's not you that makes you wake up. It's only Christ himself that makes you wake up in this morning. Some people now, they are no longer around. They are dead. But we needed to thank God for the opportunity that we are still here we're still spreading it's all about him it always strikes me every day we've got puppies and the dogs and i'm i'm telling you it amazes me every morning when i wake up how excited those dogs when they see me i don't know if they're manipulating me because they're looking for something from me but i see the knife how they're shaking their tail how they want to jump in me because they are so excited to see me again. Can we not be the people like that when we wake up in the morning, we shake our tails, I don't know if we don't have a tails, we get cramping around and we say, thank you, Jesus, that my hope is in you. My hope is not in my own understanding. If you are in challenges, I want to tell you in this morning, you're not going to get out by your own ability, and by your own works, by the hope of Jesus you will be transformed and you will not going to be the same again. We read in Matthew chapter 14 in the same story around 22 to verse 23 and we know Peter as well when there was a storm and then he was encouraged to walk in the water. For me, I'm still again thinking, Peter was a brave guy. (laughs) He took the challenge, challenge accepted. Started walking in the water, and then he drowned. But for me, I'm still looking at that connection again. He has to have a hope in Jesus. He has to fix his eyes in Jesus, because he was not going to be drowning. His fate was meant to be connected with Jesus. So I would be, if I was Peter, I would have the assurance that I'm not going to be drowning. Because he did walk in the water. But as soon as he moved his eyes out of the one, he was actually drowning. How many of us, since we shift our eyes from the Lord and then we end up drowning. Church, let's face our eyes in Jesus. <laughs> He's the altar. He's the kings of king of kings. He's Emmanuel. He's God be with us. Let's face our eyes in him. Psalms 34, verse 17 to 18. He said the righteousness cry out and the Lord hears them and he delivers them from all their troubles. He delivers them from all their troubles. There is no chosen troubles that God says I'm not going to deliver from these troubles. He delivers from all the troubles. If you have the nyara-nyara around here all the n'daba, the issue God will deliver you from all those n'daba. All the kinga, whatever. If you don't know the kinga, it's troubles. God will be the one that will set you free. He is the one and an altar that will say, I'll set you free. It says, The Lord is close to those who are broken hearted and save those who are crushed in spirit finding hope in the mystery of challenges god is close to you when i broken hearted when you're going through hopelessness he's with you he says come to me we had said something in our corners group that still strikes me that when jesus was going to be with his father and we even talked during the week. And that is my hope that I've been telling the people. Actually, I had the privilege when I was doing my car wash around at my house. And then I was telling someone, and then I said, Do you realize that it's not just the death of Jesus? He said something that strikes me, even in Zulu and It says, He's only Shia, no more well. But I'm going now. I'm leaving. I'll be with my father. But I'm leaving you with the comfort of the Holy Spirit. You're not left alone. And there's nothing that it actually says that now he departed and then he's going on the left hand side of with his father. He says that I am leaving you with the Holy Spirit. And I was just telling that person, I said, Would you think the Holy Spirit is your hope as well? It's your comforter when you're going through to some struggle. And then he looked at me and they said, Huh? how can I receive that comfort at the Holy Spirit? And then I said, let me pray for you. We just pray. And then recently he just sent me the message. He said, I'm feeling much hope from hopeless before, after you prayed with me. I think I received that Holy Spirit. I don't know what I was doing, but I believe that, that the only hope that I could lay is to pray this guy to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's not. He was hopelessness with everything that is going on around with his life. He was just telling me that he lost his mother, he lost his father. Now he's actually becoming a parent at a young age, and he's going to be now looking after his five siblings. And it's a life is quite difficult. Yesterday had a child sitting with him. He wants to go and get the school shoes, and then. She tells me, I said, life is very difficult, Pastor. A child, which is about, I think, 10 years, and I'm talking to her, going to buy the shoe, he said, life is very difficult. And I look at me, I said, how many, when I was 10 years, I never thought life was difficult because I knew some of you would come through and then give me food. But if this child is giving a hard time, it's so difficult to realize, but what could I do? I said, I'll pray for you, my child, so that you can hope, hope. You're not gonna have a hope in me as I'm taking you to buy the shoes for the school. I'm taking you there because I know the hope is in Jesus. Can I pray for you? She said, yes. We had an amazing time. We worshiped, going to the shops, changing around the shoes, putting the size and everything. Medus will tell you, she gave me a wrong size. It was the Holy Spirit that guided us to take her to go because I meant to be the person that would give him hope to her in that missed time. Let's look for the opportunity to bring Christ as a hope in this nation. I was called from the South African Church Council. We had a big meeting because they do not have a hope what is going to happen and they they were busy talking about uh, how it's going to damage everything. And then I actually have to stand up and say, our hope is not in um or in ANC, in DA. Our hope is in Jesus, guys. Let's stand on our knees as the church to say, how can we bring the justice and the Christ in this time so we can see the revealing of Christ turning things upside down? I'm telling you, right now, Church, I want you to go in your knees because there's a fight if the election is going to happen in May or is it going to happen in August. But what that's going to determine, it's us that we're putting our hope in Jesus that it happened in May. We're the one, as a Church, that will bring hope. And I found myself as Ingrid. I'm not a politician person. Because when I'm among with the politicians, they don't like me. Because most of the time, they invite us because they want us to come and and recruit you guys and be part of this praying chain and everything. When I'm going to them, I said, I want to pray for you so you can repent. So to be able to do what the Lord has called you to do. God is the one that brings people into the parliament. You may not like my lemma, but Malema is there because God is just put him to be around there. All you needed to pray for Malema that he, he can tend to know the Lord. That's it. That's where we bring hope where there's a hopeless nation. Romans chapter fifteen, verse ten say, "May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and trust in Him, so that you may." overflow, something which is overflowing, it's like keep going, uh, it's like, it never stops. it's overflow, this is a jar, which is I like about that, the picture of that, you know if you keep pouring, it keeps flowing, it keeps going and that's why it says that, so it will overflow by the power of the Holy Spirit again by the power of the Holy Spirit. have 41, verse 10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be despised, for I am God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will hold you with the righteousness right hands. And we all know Jeremiah 29, verse 11. I'm not going to read that. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to verse 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and learn not on your own understanding. In all ways, submit to him and you will make your path straight. Church, it's time not to take things in our own hands. It's time now to give it to the one that could handle it much better than we can do. Let it go. Put your hope open Jesus? And again, don't be complicated. Tell God when you go through some challenges and the mystery of life, you've got it all. Psalms twenty-three verse four says, "Even through I walk through the darkness, value I'll see no evil, for are you with me? Your rod and your staff they are comfort me." I like Psalms twenty-three psalms twenty three when I read that every time I have an assurance even if through I walk through the darkness I will fear no evil hey listen church I will'm I'm so I'm, I'm afraid to tell you I'm actually in these days I'm not talking I'm telling devil get away devil out of my house you are not allowed to actually dwell among I'm saving the almost higher God, who himself, Jesus Christ. And I'm saying here in this church, we're not entertaining. If you think I'm going to be that pastor that uh, he started mentioning devil, listen, I'm asking, he is not welcome in this place. We actually invite Christ to come and dwell among us. I pray every day on my life even I am go through the mystery of challenges, I make it physical. I walk in the door, and unfortunately, you think I'm crazy, but I'm, luckily, my kids, they normally not be there. But I open the doors. I'm telling him, my Satan, they come and get Jesus. I'll kick him out. Even anything I could do, get away. And I close the door, and I said, You're welcome, Jesus. You're with me. I want to say to you, I love you, Lord. And physically doing that, there is a freshness that happened in me. Because I know sometimes if we make our own understanding, but there is a work of the enemy that's actually keeping us to be in connect with God. We're not going to ignore that, but sometimes it's the work of the enemy. So that's why I'm saying again in this church, you are not welcome here. Poor Masata, they come Jesus. Limitations chapter 3, verse 22. So to end with this because of the Lord's greatest love, we are not consumer, for his compassion never fails. There are new every morning, new every morning. There's a song like that. Great is yours and your faithfulness. I love that. I know it's, I'm not a singer, but there is a song like that. Yeah, you every morning, you every morning, your greatest love. We needed to know every morning we wake up in our life, his greatest love is amazing. Mm -hmm finding hope in the mystery of challenges, we must know that every morning is such a good God. He's welcoming us to be able to go through to those process. So I want to challenge you in this morning. If you go through some challenges, I ask you to remember that there is a hope in Jesus. You would overcome those things, not in your own understanding, not in terms of how bright you are, how excellent you are. It's all going to be lay in Jesus. And one thing that I want to end up with, I always like when we come here, that we bring each other hope, In Jesus. Everyone here, we are in the same level. There's no high priest, there's no better person, we are all look the same in the eyes of the Lord. But one thing that comes us bringing us here is to be able to encourage one another and have a hope in Jesus. I told someone recently from that church cartel, they say to me, how do you really work around with a diversity church. And I came across, realized that there's no such a thing called a diversity church now. San is not yet a diversity church. If it's a diversity church, we're supposed to have Chinese, Asians, uh, uh, red Indians, whatever around, uh, in um, Zulu, whatever, that is diversity. Diversity is actually when we come together and we learn one another's culture and then so we can become one and united. That's where diversity comes. Not the diversity because of the color. Diversity is when we all come and be able to embrace one another in terms of how do we see things. That is diversity. And my prayer as well, that we may have peace in Jesus in this time. So I just want to pray for you and this morning. And I want to close your eyes. Think the challenges that you've been through this week ahead? Think the challenges that you're going to face this coming week? I don't know. Maybe you are a business person. Maybe you are a teacher. Maybe a doctor. And then you're thinking, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to face as this coming. Maybe you're working. And I want you to just lay that into Jesus. In the mystery of that challenge, say, Lord, you've got it all. You've got it all. So, Father, right now, in the mystery of the storm, in the mystery of trying to do things in our own, Lord, would I ask your name to be revealed? Jesus, I love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. Jesus, I love you. I love you, Jesus. Jesus, I love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Song ya boenga moingwele ngai ka malga Jesus, ngai So I pray right now, abantu na bako, ugutini abagwa zugutini i timbalako alele kuwe na asi in your own, but chile kuwe na ngai ka malga Jesus, so I pray whatever challenge that we will find in this coming week or whatever challenge that we find we are in, that we may know our hope is in Jesus. Amen.